Welcome to Inside the Gridiron with Jack Borowski on Podsource, your home for all things NFL-related. Welcome into the Inside the Gridiron podcast. I'm your host, Jack Borowski. On this episode, we are fortunate to be joined by Kenny Moore. Kenny is currently a starting cornerback for the Indianapolis Colts and recently signed a contract extension, making him the highest-paid slot cornerback in NFL history. Kenny, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Jack. Now, Kenny, I just mentioned you signed a contract extension that made you the highest-paid slot cornerback in NFL history. I mean, when you look at it, you have one of the most unique journeys to becoming a star in the NFL. But I kind of wanted to start with a story that recently came out involving you a young man named Max Dixon and his dog. So I wanted you to take us back to that day around the time of Thanksgiving last year. Kind of what transpired and how did you help save a dog that meant more than the world to that young man? Um, I, I really didn't know the connection between Chica and Max, but um, I just saw a person in need. And uh, I just wanted to look at the story as if, if I was in need and backed up into a corner where I needed help with, with with me and my dog, um, I would have wanted somebody to stop for me. So um, that's the reason why I stopped for Max. But um, you know, there was a lot of chances for other cars to uh, to stop and help Max. But and uh, as well as the person who with his dog, um, they could have taken the dog to the vet. They could have helped Max. They could have told him, you know, I apologize. Get in. Uh, I'm gonna help you fix fix the situation. So I have the heart, the the kind the kind of attitude to uh, help someone else. What is an overall message or takeaway that you would want people to have from what you did? You know, um, you don't have to know someone's story to to help them um, keep writing theirs. You know, that dog could have died that day. And uh, I, I just want people to, you know, just love each other, you know, no matter what, because you can't always tell what someone's going through. So um, just, just treat someone that you the way that you you would like to be treated. Did you and Max end up uh, staying in touch afterward? Uh, we do, we do. We talk, we talk a lot, actually. Kenny, switching gears, you have a really unique story to make in the NFL, and it starts in high school, but not as a freshman. You didn't start playing high school football until your senior year. Why? Why didn't you start playing until then? And what really got you into the sport? I just didn't feel like I had the tools to, as far as height to, you know, match the other kids. I went to a powerhouse high school in South Georgia, and um, you know, height was a big deal. I guess in football at, at any level. So I just didn't play it. I was curious about other sports, so you know, that's what I did. I just played other sports. And eleventh um, uh, grade year of spring, going into my senior year, um, I was convinced by a classmate that I would be able to become a starter uh, for the varsity team. So um, I gave into that, and here I am. Were you recruited? I know only having one year of experience, were you heavily recruited out of high school, or did you kind of slide right into Valdosta State, being that you were from Georgia? Uh, it, was, it was a smooth transition. A few colleges... University of Tennessee, Chattanooga, and Mercer, and Valdosta State itself was was looking at me, and um, 
you know, it was easy for me to take that Austin State. I didn't have much experience, you know, um, away from home. Um, and I just had lack of experience um, towards football. So, um, yeah, I just stayed in town. And then that transition from the high school game to college, only having one year of high school experience, was there difficulty in transitioning to college? Um, yeah, I think anyone could say, you know, transitioning out of college, out of high school to um, college is, you know, a little frightening. Uh, you're only 17, 18. I was 17 going to college. And uh, that's my first time being away from my parents, even though I was in town. Um, I didn't stay with my parents. So it was it was a little different for me, but I had to learn how to, you know, speak up for myself, be a little social, um, meet new teammates, get a playbook, and uh, just start building my trust within my teammates and my coaches. So um, those things, you know, every player has to, uh, has to go through. And, uh, you know, having a freshman class was easy because you all you you all one class. You came in together. You you experienced the same things together. So um, that's what made it easy for me. Did you notice a change though from freshman to sophomore year? Like, did the game slow down? Did things become more relaxed uh, on the football field? For sure, for sure. I think uh, every single year it began to slow down. And then once I came to the league, it just it, the, the game speed goes right back up to fast. And then, you know, after each game, after each practice, um, it begins to calm down. And something that I read that was kind of interesting was that you transitioned from cornerback to safety as a senior. What went into that decision in, uh, into switching positions? Um, we had um, a few safeties get hurt in one practice. I think it was spring going into the senior year and um yeah i just told my coach i said hey you know let me give it a try and and so he said okay um at the time i had already known the the defense pretty well um he liked liked my leadership characteristics and and, uh, he gave me a shot and i felt great back there i i kind of um I kind of I forget the word. I I kind of like re, related um, being being at safety like NCAA a game that we all played for so long. Uh, just the view back there was different from from the side view of looking at the defense at corner. So um, I I liked it. Um, I liked the physicality of it in college, and yeah, it was a fun time uh, playing safety and having that leadership role. I'm sure it wasn't always the situation where you thought you'd be playing in the NFL. Did you have any other career aspirations or goals besides being a professional athlete in high school and in college? Um, I wanted to stay around sports. So being a sports editor, um, as far as like video and, and films and everything, was was a cool job. I thought um, uh, working as a photographer for uh, the National Geographic uh, Channel or know getting images or some sort i just wanted to stay around you know sports fashion landscapes so interesting and then being that you switch positions to safety as a senior were you being looked at um for the nfl as a safety or were you did you know you're gonna have to make that transition back to corner uh i, I was gonna make that transition back to corner 
him really want to be a safety in the league, but um, that's just something that my coaches saw fit for me um, that year of college, and and I was I was being looked at as a corner. Mm-hmm. And then you got invited, Kenny, to the Tropical Bowl. What was that experience like for you? The Tropical Bowl in uh, Daytona, Florida, was, was pretty cool because I was with a lot of guys from uh, Division One school, and so that gave me a feel of how guys move. You know what the hype was all about, and I felt great playing in that game. What was the experience of uh, your pro day like for you? Um, this entire week was pretty eventful for me. I drove to uh, New Orleans on Tuesday and uh, on Friday, and I had the regional combine at the New Orleans Saints um, practice facility on on Saturday, and I drove back to Valdosta on Sunday. And I was getting prepared for a pro day on Monday at Valdosta State. And Tuesday, I got a call from some NFL teams, and I did a pro day at Kennesaw State on Wednesday. When you look back at it, were were a lot of teams interested in you? And at what point did you realize you had a chance to make it in the NFL? Just looking at my pro day numbers uh, gave me a little hope, a little confidence of, of where of where I was compared to from me to NFL players. Uh, my forty, my bullet, um, everything, my tangibles as a my arm length and the uh, wingspan. So um, I felt great about those things going into the league. Kenny, you were drafted, undrafted free agent, but signed with the Patriots. Did you know that they had interest in you before the draft? I did not. I did not. What were the emotions at not knowing that the Patriots were that interested in you and then getting signed by them? I mean, they're one of the top teams in the NFL year in and year out. What, what, what was it like being signed by the Patriots? Um, I think the whole process was you know, crazy trying to find out where you are is a little stressful. Um, I look, I was a little frustrated because I didn't know, you know, what was next for me. Um, but you know, going to New England, um, I just, I just knew I had to be, you know, on my P's and Q's. I just had to be ready. I just had to be prepared, you know, for for what's to come. So, um, it, it was a great experience. Well, how different was training camp with the Patriots than practices training camps, um, at Valdosta State? So. We didn't have a really big fan base um, at Valdosta State, and going to New England um, after they had just won the Super Bowl, uh, it was it was a sight to see. Um, they had way more fans at the training camp practices that I've ever seen at Valdosta State. So, with the Patriots, Kenny. Uh- did you have a feel? Did you have a feel of whether or not you were given? Because they have a ton of really good cornerbacks every year. Did you have a good feeling about whether or not you had a good opportunity to make the team? Um, I, I didn't really worry about you know who else was in the room. Um, I didn't compare myself to those, to those guys, but you know, at times I would think, uh, wow, like this room is is very deep in corners. There's a lot of talent in this room. Surrounded by some great guys, but um, I used the opportunity to to get to know, you know, how those guys, you know, are them. You know, I, I would ask Stephon Gilmore, 
you know, how he feels for Jamar at this point uh, for having a great career that he was having. So um, I, I learned, you know, some techniques from those guys and um, how they stay strong mentally. With the Patriots, you were able to go up against Tom Brady. How did that help your development as a cornerback, being that you were facing him and he's one of the top-tier quarterbacks in the NFL? Uh, the first thing that I thought about whenever you asked me that question was competing. Uh, he's one hell of a competitor. Um, he's at practice every single day. He works hard every single day. He's been, he, he is that same person every single day. Um, on and off the field. So um, one thing that you can take take away from Tom Brady, um, if you never meet him, uh, is that he's a true competitor and he's always ready to go. So uh, he, he's able to, to make everyone else around him better and, um, you know, at the level that he played at. Going up against Brady, then you transition right afterwards to going up against Andrew Luck as you were signed by the Indianapolis Colts. What would you say are some similarities between their games or just in general, what makes them or what makes Luck, as you touched on Brady a little bit, what makes him so good as a quarterback? Uh, just his level of competition as well um, and his leadership qualities. Um, he, he's able to, to tell you you know, what's going on at every, every position and, and what's supposed to happen at this situation or, or at this time of the ballgame. So, um he has a similar uh, characteristics to Brady as far as you know competing and having that leadership role um, to making everyone else around him better, uh, and that's what you want in your quarterback. You talked about the difference between Valdez to State and then the Patriots training camp, but then after being in New England, signed immediately by the Colts. What were the differences between New England and Indianapolis? Um, the coaches, um, and. It was, it was two great programs, two great um, organizations, you know, comparing Indy, Indy and uh, New England. But um, I, I can't really worry about, you know, what was good and what was bad for the, for the two organizations. I just had to come in to Indy and uh, take care of my job. I just had to do my job. So, um, you know, I, I never really realized or, or sat back and thought, you know, what's the difference between the two. Uh, um they're just surrounded by great people and um, they're going to equip you and prepare you to win football games. And you definitely have had a lot of success in Indianapolis being named a starter. I mean, two sacks on Patrick Mahomes in a playoff game. I mean, that's a pretty good season, obviously led to the contract extension. What about the system in Indianapolis has allowed you to really succeed? Uh, just being simple and, uh, just giving you the green light to, to have fun and, and uh, enjoy your teammates and uh, just make plays. Uh, this, this league is based on production and um, they give you the, the, uh, the freedom, the courage to, um, to play your game and um, just doing the right thing, doing your job while doing so. You had a new coach this year, Frank Reich. Came in from Philadelphia after winning the Super Bowl as a co- offensive coordinator. What do you think has made him so successful as a uh, head coach early on? Just his level of play of how he played whenever he was playing. Uh, he, he know he knows you know the process and the prep of being a player. So um, that transition into his coaching ability. Ending up being the highest paid slot cornerback in NFL history. 
what was that like for you being that you were playing one year of high school experience played division two football has been un- being an underdog at every level what was it like to be the highest paid slot cornerback in nfl history oh that's great it's a blessing um i don't really go by that title but um you know i just want to be an image for you know a lot of these two guys a lot of small two guys in general to uh, you know, just have courage and, and self motivation to to see a way out of that tunnel. What advice would you give to those? There's a lot of undersized guys, a lot of guys who have been doubted in sports. What advice would you give to them? Um, advice, I would just say, you know, learn how to compete. You know, uh, if you don't, then you're just wasting your time. You're doing for your friends. Um, I would say, embrace you know where you come from. And uh, what made you, you know, you got to find your purpose, your why. And uh, you just got to let those things push you to to being better than, you know, yourself. Speaking of the community, you had a camp this week. Can you tell us a little bit about what that was and kind of what's it like being able to give back to your community? So this this week, um, I was able to give 500 backpacks and school supplies back to the one girls club of my city. Uh, we had a football camp and community festival um, the next day. So I'm just, I get back because I know that it, it took a whole village to raise me. I understand that my family wasn't the the only ones that contributed to, to making Kenny more. Um, and I just want to be a positive uh, um leader and a person of my city that the children and youth could, could look up to. Well, that was Kenny Moore from the Indianapolis Colts. I wish you continued success on and off the field, and I can't wait to see you in the Colts in Super Bowl 54. Thanks a lot, Jack. I appreciate you having me. You just listened to Inside the Gridiron with Jack Borowski on PodSource. If you liked what you heard, be on the lookout for more inside scoop into the NFL. Also, follow the show on Twitter at the gridiron underscore NFL for all things football related. This is Jack Borowski signing off.